You hear the music, you know the show. Listen to Rail the Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. What matters to me, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend. Might as well get ready for it. I'm, I'm excited about it, excited about the show. Uh, you know, if I'm going to do this show, I need to have some expertise in the building with me and, and not my own because I think I'm going to be a little bit biased. So I wanted to turn to my good friend. Got my man Kelvin Fisher in here with me. Uh, as you all know, you've been listening to the show over the years. You know, Kelvin is um, an expert in the field of uh, identifying talent and, and helping to put teams together that can win championships. So I wanted to have a, a show today with some credibility to it, uh, certainly besides mine. And uh, somebody who has done something that uh, very few people have done has come out of that AFC conference uh, twice and go on to win Super Bowls. So uh, that's kind of hard in this modern-day generation when you got uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady up there uh, on the same side of the conference. So got Fish in the studio with me. Fish, how you doing, man? Doing great, Ray. Good, 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 man. Thank you for joining me. As I said, man, you know, I I couldn't think of nobody else to turn to. I didn't want to be biased. This is not just about, you know, the Eagles winning. I want to be fair. I want to talk a little bit about the Patriots. uh, But... You know, after all, the, the Patriots are favored. It's as if, as if the game doesn't even need to be played, you know. Everybody <laughs> always feel like, uh, you know, the Eagles have lost the game already. But as uh, our, our good friend who's here in, in, in the Valley now says, that's why you play the game. And, of course, as a coach of Arizona State, your alma mater, um, and as Herman Edwards, you said that's why you play the game. So uh, you got to play the game to see who's going to win. So I just want to start off, of course, Willie's going to be calling in. That's Willie Gibson, who usually co-hosts the show with me. Um, I'm going to call in from out of Columbus. But I just want I, I want to start the show off, you know, with a perspective that I think a lot of people out there are thinking about. You know, there's a lot of people who watch the games. You know, some watch it just for entertainment. Other watches it because they got some wager, you know. And, and then there's some other people who are watching it because they're interested in the game themselves. They want to know how to get better. They, they're watching, for example, the best in the world playing in this game, these two teams have come to uh, play in a game that represents the best in the world. And so uh, looking at all aspects of, of this, these teams going in, uh, I want to ask you some questions, Fish. You know, going in, looking at teams from both sides, and uh, I'm sure you've probably looked at them. And because when you go in, you, you, you hope to win all phases of the games. That's offense, defense, special teams, and, and even the coaching battle. So um, going in um, – Looking at both sides of the field, the Patriots and, of course, the Eagles, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what do you think about the Patriots in terms of all those four phases, offense, defense, special teams, and, and, and coaching. You, you feel it's pretty solid there? You see any weaknesses there uh, as you take a look at them? I, th- I think uh, they're well, well-rounded, a well-rounded team from every phase, and, and I think they work at it really well. And I think that's what – that's why it's hard for teams to to beat them. But, um, you know, there's there's something there. You know, I know when we played against them, it was always about getting pressure on Brady. Then, and then all of a sudden, someone else steps up and make plays. If it's the run game or or him getting the ball out quicker, it's just <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard. You have to play. 
you really truly got to play 60 minutes of football to beat this team. How, how important, you know, a, a phase of the game that, you know, many times in, in these tough games, it comes down to special, te- a special teams playing more than often it's a, it's a field goal. How, how important is or how much of the game plan is, is the field position game and, and anticipating that, uh, of course, the defense stops them, you know, three and out many times, uh, and, and the, the punt team is able to, uh, you know, punt the ball and, and keep them down in deep into their own territory. Um, how important and how much of that is, is part of game plans you think going in or they might be a part of this game plan going in thinking that, of course, the Eagles got a strong defense, Patriots, you know, came on really strong at the end that uh, special teams, uh, particularly punt teams, uh, do well to help give their team somewhat of an advantage. I mean, the field position, the field position game is big, but it's going, it's big on every team go in with the same uh, philosophy as far as field position. But the thing is, is that with New England, how many times we have we seen them have 90 play drives and score? Not, not get field goals, but get seven points. So you can play the field position game, but your defense is going to have to come out and, and, and play D against that offense. Your offense is going to, come out, going to have to come out and move the ball and switch this field position. I mean, because if, you, if they're knocking you down there and keeping you pent back in your end zone and you only going 20 plays and punting, they still winning that battle. But if you get to the 50 and then you're not, now that the field position changes, well, New England is known to have long drives. I mean, they known to, to nickel and dime you all the way down to the field. Down the field, you know. I mean, you watch that uh, that AFC Championship game, and Jacksonville had them pent back there in the fourth. I want to say it was the fourth quarter, and they went on what a, a ninety played ninety uh, eighty three yard drive yeah. Yeah. and scored, but they scored, you know, not just a field and, goal. and not just a field goal. And and if you and if you ever pay attention, New England does a lot of things that's different and. A lot of teams get in the red zone and they kick field goals. New England will give you field goals all day because they feel like if you kick five field goals, you get 15 points, they're going to score two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah so they're yeah. always in the game. Yeah, I you know? think that's extremely important when you, when you play in New England that you definitely got to come away with, with touchdowns and, and not field goals. Um, you know, we talked about all facets of the game and, and, and strength and weakness. And, and we talk about, you know, certainly the mental concentration and preparation for a game is extremely important. Uh, there's something unique in this game. I think it's the first Super Bowl game we might have ever gone into where you got um, two coordinators on one team, particularly the team that's favored, that <laughs> obviously had their minds on something else this week. They got new jobs. So uh, do you think at all, Fish, that that could play into some aspect of, of their ability to totally focus in, 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 and prepare? No, not at all. Not at all. I think I think those guys, they had their days, their two days or whatever it was to go back and go do whatever they had to do and and um and I think after that when they came back to to Boston, their minds was getting ready to play in the Super Bowl. And and, and I, I don't it you know, it's really hard for me to believe that cuz we, you know, we just seen how New England done this before and guys left was leaving, and we all knew they was going to be leaving, and they still, you know, handled their business. Yeah, Josh has been through it before, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Romeo had did it, and then and then the other guy that went end up going to Notre Dame afterwards. Yeah, Charlie right. Weiss. Yeah, Charlie. So Weiss. I mean, like so it's three times yeah, they've experienced this. You know, so I mean, especially Josh. And they won every, and they. I think did Josh win when he left? Uh, I think he probably did. Yeah, yeah. Before he went to Denver. The, yeah, yeah. I think he, he probably. So I mean, did. The, I mean, so I think, I think. 
the expectation that Bill has for those guys and their obligations, they they stay with the expectation and they handle their obligations. Now, for some reason, another fish in, in college that always seems to be somewhat of a problem. Why do you think that it's a problem in college? But it's, is it because of the recruiting as opposed to the draft and the combine? I, I believe that the rec- the recruiting piece, you know, because you're you know you're probably trying to get some of those kids who you was recruiting to whatever school you was at to come with you. That 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 have a lot to do with it, I, I believe. And then, and as far as the the comp, and, uh, as far as the the draft and everything, you already those places already have people in place handling that because those are the guys who hired you. That, that's the responsibility of somebody else, right? Whereas uh, in college, when it's the draft, it it actually could the be, recruiting. You, yeah, I mean, you you can actually start re- trying to pull kids away from, you know, and, and that could be a problem. Yeah, so, you, you know, I, I'm just trying to find everything I can that might distract the Patriots, you know, <laughs> because, uh, you know, the Eagles will need everything they can to uh, to make that happen. Okay, so let's look on the other side of the ball. You know, again, looking at their offense, defense, special teams, and coaches as well. Uh, first of all, we, we, we have a, uh, a young coaching staff over there with the Philadelphia Eagles up against the veterans that, that is uh, Bill Parcells and, and his staff. I'm sorry, Bill Parcells. I'm thinking about the 30 for 30 that's coming up, Bill and Bill. Uh, but Bill Belichick and, and his staff. And uh, so what, what do you think about Peterson and his staff going in, um, their their ability to prepare for the, for the big game, and uh, and then also looking at the, all facets of their game, offense, defense, special teams? I, I, I don't think it's a young staff. I think it's a very experienced staff. I mean, I think Peterson, you know, he's played, he's played in, in, in this league. You know, he's coached in this league. Uh, Swartz on defense, you know, I mean – those guys are good coaches too. Um, I I don't think is you know I know New England is favored, but I, I think Philly I think Philly is going to bring something to the table too. I mean that defense. I'm looking forward to seeing that defense go against New England's offense. I mean because Philadelphia has a, a good defense, and and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the cat and mouse game with New England's defense against Philadelphia's offense because Philadelphia has. I mean, they got three horses in the backfield now, and 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 when you look at Nick Foles, you know people are you know was saying, oh man, they don't have a chance now. Well, Nick Foles was a starter for the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think he won what seven games, lost two. So I mean, the the kid, he can play too, though. I mean, so I I think Philadelphia is going to come in and give a good game. I don't know who's going to win. I don't have a prediction. I mean, I'm not favored either way. Because I think both of these teams are good teams, and I, and I think both all three phases of the game, and that's I mean all four, including the coaching. But I, I feel like the special teams play, the the offense, the defense, the player, both both sides. That's why they're in the championship game. Yeah, I, I'm looking at Doug Peterson, and I, I personally just feel this way. I I feel that uh, there's a special relationship that that Doug has had with uh, his offense side of the ball, which is allowed to have an exceptional amount of production, some unexpected production from both his quarterbacks. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Doug himself was a quarterback. And they got and Frank Wright as the quarterback as quarterback. Coach. That's right. So you got, you know, guys who – so when you bring a, somebody into into the game that hasn't been in the game for a while, and that being Nick Foles because he lost his starting position, obviously. Uh, but I still think there's something there that when, when, Doug, when Doug is making those calls – 
that he feels comfortable because he knows he's talking to another quarterback. And I think there's a special, unique chemistry there mm-hmm. between those two. But 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 Josh, going back to high school, Josh is a quarterback too. But still, I think at the professional level, that that's something different. Uh, do you think um, that that helps? Um, Doug, a little bit in terms of uh, his play calling uh, understanding? Yes, I think it helps. I mean, because it, it, to me, I don't think they changed their offense much with this new guy. Yeah, I didn't so think that, so. So that, that just goes to tell you that he had confidence in Nick. And I know the first game he started, he might have been a little rusty or whatever. But, I mean, it's going to be exciting seeing, seeing the Eagles offense going against the defense. I mean, because New England is a smart defense. Yeah, I, I think about it. Now, New England had some problems early in the season. I, don't, I really don't know why. Uh, they didn't make any changes. They just started playing better, you know, as, as the season goes on. And, and since they're a veteran team, you would think that they would have. But, uh, but certainly they were going – they start off a little slow, got it together at the right time, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's always important, you know. And uh, looking at the Patriots, you know, I know you always used to use this phase. You, you continue to use this phase, not, not, not rebuilding – but but reloading and uh, certainly they they did a good job of of, of reloading uh, and getting their team back and ready to go to the Super Bowl. I think we got to take a break here, so we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got my man Kelvin Fisher in the studio with us, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail the Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like a man. Got my man Kelvin Fisher in the studios with me, and of course, uh, Willie has joined us now. Uh, Willie Gibson out of, out of Columbus. So, uh, Willie, we were uh, Kelvin and I were talking about and looking at uh, the teams from all four perspectives, offense, defense, uh, special teams, and coaching. And, uh, you know, although, you know, Bill is, is the veteran that he is, that being Bill Belichick is the veteran that he is, 
we're not necessarily willing to, to, to give him the advantage or it's not going to be a major advantage or, you know, uh, because Peterson's done a good job over there. Plus, I, uh, Fish and I talked about it, he thought it was key, too, that the fact that Doug Peterson's been a quarterback, uh, there's great chemistry with his, with his backup quarterback, who's been a starter in the National Football League. And, and I'm going to um, ask you just what do you think in terms of offense, defense, special teams coming into the game? Uh, how do you think they'll play out, you know, advantage or disadvantage of either one of those? Well, actually, uh, right then, first, uh, thanks again for having me on. It, it just depends how much uh, footage, how much uh, film Bill Belichick was, a- was able to watch <laughs> during the break. I'm joking. No, I, <laughs> no, I, no, no, listen. No, you, listen. You know how, yeah. You know <laughs> but no. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, on one of the big boy shows earlier today, Nick talked about, you know, all the film preparation he's put into this week and some extra film preparation he's he's going to put in so he's going to take some little extra time instead of celebrating you know going out and doing all that stuff he's going to be watching some film so go ahead well, well you know what kind of you know what kind of film i'm talking about though yeah but right that's a, <laughs> but um but no um I, I really believe as far as you know I, i'll address it as far as keys to the game i think that defensive line of, of philadelphia is, is key because any quarterback let alone tom brady hates to have pressure straight up the gut directly in his face. And you've got one of the premier uh, defensive tackles in the game with uh, Fletcher Cox uh, coming and bringing it on, on every play. So I think that the offensive line of, uh, of New England is definitely going to uh, have the work cut out for them because if he, Fletcher Cox, is able to get that pr- uh, that pressure up, up the gut, so to speak, uh, that's going to allow them, uh, force them, to kind of change the protections. And if they have to bring those tackles in just a little bit, got Derek Barnett, the Ricky on the corner, and uh, Brandon Graham as well on the other side, Chris Long as well, that's going to uh, bring havoc on uh, New England's uh, offense. So uh, it could be uh, Jim Schwartz is, you know, I think of him, and this is amazing to me, he was a tremendous defensive coordinator in, in Tennessee. Then he got the uh, Detroit Lions job in necessarily work out there, but now he's back in Philadelphia. And it seems like some guys are just cut out to be coordinators versus uh, head coaches, and he seems to be one of them because he, he has a defense clicking on all cylinders right now at the time that you need him to in, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, but I also I'm going to agree with, you know, some of the talent you got. You know, you got you, you got talent, and, and sometimes when, when you get talent and coaching combined together, I, I think you get uh, – the best out of your players, and and I think that's what the Eagles have been able to do. They've they've got some guys that that uh, are good students of the game, uh, great motivators, inspires, and uh, they lead men well, and and so they've been able to get the best out of the players, you know. And um, so I'm I'm looking at Philip. I'm looking at defensive line, and one thing about that defensive line, what the Eagles do, I think it's important that they do. And I'm going to ask Fish about this in terms of the rotation of their defensive line. And they, they've talked about it many times, being fresh. Is, is, is that important? Uh, you know, because defensive line are pretty big men. You know, when you, you constantly, you know, trying to chase a quarterback down or you're or you, or you trying to chase a running play down, is it important that they get, um, you know, they get some time that you rotate the defensive line, Fish? Uh, most, most definitely. That's why the, the good teams have about – between six and eight D linemen that could all play in the in the game, and, and and you guys know, you know, you got the fifty three man roster, but if you got those eight guys being able to rotate, that's a that's a great feeling. A lot of teams don't have eight 
good defensive lineman. And they need to be able to play the run. Play the run and and the pass. pass, And you know, you got some specialists like like Willie was saying with uh, with Long and Graham and Barnett. You know, you ain't got to worry about switching up. They can play the run and the pass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I I mean. I'm 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 with Willie on this. That D line is 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 really good, and they're gonna get pressure, and and I think Philly is gonna want these guys to throw, go to the quick game because they have their corners are jumpy corners, mm. you know. They their corners are guys that like to jump them short routes, you know. It's just you know the problem that you have with that is a double move. Right. But but if you getting if you getting pressure up front, your corners can jump those short routes and take away Tom Brady's quick game. Yeah, and I think also that that I think it's going to be important too that uh, you know getting pressure on the quarterback that uh, that they are up in those receivers' face, disrupting them one way or the other, uh, whether they're jamming them or, or whether they're playing you know too deep coverage, and the corners are again playing the short routes uh, because I, I just don't think that knowing uh, what Tom is up against, I don't think that they're going to be trying to hold on to the ball. I think they uh, you know Nate is going to go into the game expecting. To establish a running game, but also uh, some quick passes. And uh, I, but one thing about these teams different than other teams, I, I believe what you see the first half, and New England did this last week. Uh, certainly, they're going to make adjustments if they need to, and, and and they're good at making adjustments. And New England in particular is good at making adjustments. So, uh, what, Willie, what do you think in terms of um, you know looking at the Patriots and what the Eagles show them uh, the first half? Uh, do you think the Eagles will be able to con- continue uh, if they're having some success to have the success, or you think that New England will make the adjustments? I think uh, New England will definitely make the adjustment. Um, I mean, you go back to the AFC Championship game, first half, Jacksonville pretty much had their way. That's right. And uh, and goes back to um, other jobs you mentioned in the first segment. You know, a lot of whispers were like, well, is, is Matt Patricia already on to uh, Detroit? So to speak, and had his mind elsewhere, and didn't didn't put his all into uh, preparing his his defense for that game. But uh, after halftime, he went in, made some adjustments. You saw in the second half uh, that defense pretty much had its way, and Jacksonville could do nothing right uh, for the most part in that second half. So I definitely believe that that offense it in in the Super Bowl uh, as well as a, a longer uh, halftime. You know, with the, the halftime show and things of that nature, so you definitely have more time to uh, to make those adjustments, to uh, uh, switch it up, and, and do what's necessary to uh, continue with to have success. Yeah, I got I got Fish in the studio. First time I've had him in here in uh, postseason this year. You know, uh, I anticipated having you here, Fish, but I, I thought I was going to have you here because I actually thought, you know, one of your old teams that you work with with the Steelers would be playing in this game, uh, and and it was obviously disrupted by Jacksonville. Was that somewhat of a surprise to you? Uh, yeah, it was a looking surprise. Back? It was yeah. a surprise. Yeah, I, sure. I, I actually thought, and, and Willie, I think I said this on the show last, I thought we were going to have a Pennsylvania Super Bowl. I thought it was going to be the Eagles and the Steelers. And uh, there was, uh, you know, a little bit of a hiccup there. So, obviously, we you know, we got something that we've accustomed to seeing, and that's Tom Brady back in the, in, in the spotlight. And... Um, but but I, I'm excited about it because I, I feel it's going to be a good game. Um, there's a couple other things, of course, that I want to uh, I want to talk about in terms of Tom Brady and, and the New England Patriots. You know, them being in this game, uh, I think they've been in the last four out of five Super Bowls. Maybe am I right on that, Willie? 
that's about right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think the last four out of five Super Bowls. So uh, from a man who's been there, done that, been part of a team, um, to go to Super Bowls, to win Super Bowls, Fish, uh, let me ask you, uh, the last time these two teams played each other was 13 years ago. That means a couple of dudes on this team. Uh, that, you know, probably was like, uh, you know, seven years old, <laughs> you know. Right. So Tom Brady definitely old enough to be a couple of dudes pops on these teams. But, you know, again, they're two different teams. Tom probably is the only player that played in that game that's going to play in this game. But but uh, but how, how important is it for a team uh, that's never been to a Super Bowl to get there and to get acclimated? Does that really, you know, all that preparation stuff and traveling and families and all that, I mean, does that really affect the team? Uh, once you've been there once, now you come back the second time, do you feel like you know it, you know what's going on? So is that going to give the Patriots any advantage, the fact I, that their team and organization has been I, there? No, I don't think it's going to. I mean, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think last week everyone handled their business had a couple days off to get it done. It was done. They came back to the building, and it was time to go back to work. So, I mean, you know what you're going to do when you get there. Your, your itinerary is already set on where you have, have to be and, and place it, things you have to do, and then you know what you're going to do when you're on your downtime. You know, I mean, it's going to be just like a, a – it's going to be just like preparing – for your for your game, but you just out of you're in a different place doing it. But now, now you say that now, I, 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 because I'm a little different on that on some parts of that fish. When you when we say a game, it's just like a game. Do, do you obviously you know this is Super Bowl, so I I, I mean I'm I'm not going uh, try to insult you and say that this is the same game as any other game. But in terms of getting ready to play football, do you think that players? take into consideration that this game is something special and they have to maybe put a little extra effort into this, it may take more in this game than it's taken in other games uh, because, after all, this is for all the marbles. This is, this is for history. So do you think that players go in or coaches try to prepare their players for their place in history and, hey, guys, we, you know, we need some little extra this week, you know? Oh, it's mo- most definitely. But I think the good teams – they're telling their guys that coach don't have to say one word. Mm. Like like them guys in Philly, hey, we know some people are banged up. We got like like someone was just talking about Jason Peters is supposed to play in this game. Wow. You know, so I mean like they know you got 60 minutes to get through this thing, and then you got six months to get ready for the next one. And Jason ain't played all. He got hurt early in the year. I, I could have sworn I saw something that's saying that he wanted he wanted to play in this game. That, that reminds me of a, a college game I played in years ago, obviously decades ago. And uh, Anthony Munoz had not played all year long, uh, his senior year, and and he played against us in the Rose Bowl. And our defensive tackle didn't have an assist, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not a tackle, but didn't even have an assist. Uh, God bless his soul up in heaven. That's uh, Gary Doolin, uh, but uh, Anthony Munoz. So I, I, I can see, I can see, you know, the big fella trying to get himself ready. You know, trying to do. You know, I, oftentimes I talk about being hurt and being injured. And you know, you hurt. You know, the first play of the game, you, you feel some pain. You hurt, but injured, you can't go. And I could see the big fella, if there's any way possible that he could get in the game, he would certainly want to try. But it, but, but at the same time. You know, he can't do anything that's going to hurt his team. team so right. so uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll watch that closely. So, But I think we're going to have to take another break. And, uh, and then we're going to come back. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, Living Like It Matters. We'll take this break and we'll be right back.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. There we go. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. My man Kelvin Fisher sitting over here across the desk from me. And I'm going to go back and revisit a couple things that I said, compliments I gave Fish. And, and uh, certainly that is that, that this is uh, one of the few men in the United States of America that's been a part of an organization that has come out of the AFC during the Tom Brady generation, um, the Tom Brady era. And, and they've come out of the AFC and gone on the Super Bowls and, and won Super Bowl rings. He don't have them in here. Now, he didn't want to blind me, so he don't have them on now. But, uh, Fish, let me ask you. Um, I know it's a different time, different year, but you've watched football all this year. Of course, I'm sure you've seen the Patriots a couple times. Um, in Pittsburgh, as I said, you told me all the time, you guys always would reload and not rebuild. I'm noticing a trend in basketball now that basketball teams are trying to, let's say, rebuild their teams. But when they rebuild their teams now, they're trying to rebuild their teams now because they're looking at Golden State and they think they got to rebuild a team that could beat Golden State. In football now, are people trying to rebuild their teams, trying to think that we know ultimately we're going to have to try to beat the New England Patriots, 
<laughs> or are you, or is it just you know you're trying to rebuild your team, and and you ain't worried about the Patriots. But but for a team that's been there four out of the last five years, man, you got to start thinking. Okay, when 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 we try to put our thing together, knowing that not if the D tackle we bring in could beat our D tackle in practice, but you know, can can he beat mm, the Patriots, man? You know. How, what, what do you think the mindset of the league is nowadays, you know, it, and even yourself, as it, you guys are just doing your jobs? I mean, if you're rebuilding, it, it's going to be hard to beat the Patriots. But to 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 get with the Patriots, you you got to reload. And sometimes, and I, and I've heard this for years, like, oh, we got to get a safety that can cover Grunk. You see, I mean, like, and, there, and there's teams now they're trying to do different things with the bigger corner covering them, but. That's part of reloading, but also that player is going to be able to do a lot of things for your defense, mm-hmm. not just – but covering Grunk is just one of them. When you get there, ultimately, when, you know you got right. to – I mean, you look at you look at people – you look at uh, the New England Patriots. Everyone says, well, I want to have a formula like the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots is doing something different because they're doing something different in the building that don't nobody know how to do it. And if, and if the whole building doesn't buy into it, it ain't going to work. And that's why these other coaches that leave New England don't have any success. It's because what they're doing in that building is way different than the building you're going to if you leave. Like the Detroit Lions, the, the, I mean, the coach. I mean, they're going to emulate what New England did. And those people in that building is going to buy into it. But when Josh went to Denver, obviously they didn't buy into it. So I just think you got to reload your team on on not just one game, but for a 16 game season. And then when you do play that New England Patriots or in the AFC Championship game or in the Super Bowl, you just got to be ready to know how to stop them. Okay. So with, with that being said, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot right now, Fish, and I'm gonna ask you. How do you beat the New England Patriots? I, I don't know that that much has changed about the way Belichick plays. Uh, I think he go the approach to their game is is, is very similar to what it's always been. Uh, so how do you? So what's that formula of beating the Patriots? You've done it twice. Uh, all right, now you got I, two I, Super Bowl rings. I, I'll say this: when we watched that Jacksonville game, Jacksonville in the first half was disciplined. Mm-hmm. They 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 played thirty minutes of football. Right. And they went in at halftime and won. Okay. That's right. They, they, so much okay. so that they, they, they went in at halftime. They had 20 points. They had They had 20 points. They came on the second half, had what? Two pass interference, which we can say is discipline. I mean, don't get your hands on them. They, they, they recovered a fumble, came out, and ran two plays, got stuffed, and then was in the third and eight. New England wanted them to be in those situations. And that's the difference. New England had one penalty that whole game. So, so let me ask you this, too. Also, one thing I just want you, you know, they settled about, like you said, they, they won that first half. They, they had the ball at half, just before halftime. They had 50-something seconds on the clock, and they didn't try to push the ball down and, the field. And, and that's discipline because who ended up getting the ball and getting three points? New England. You watch, you watch New England games, I would say about 70% of their games – they're going to get the ball before the half and get points. And that's when they go in and they change everything up. Just like Willie said earlier, Jacksonville came on the second half and then New England's game plan was better. But I think a lot of it was it, discipline. It's, I mean, when you play New England, you're talking about four phases of the game, 
coaching, special teams, offense, defense, you also got to have discipline and you got to play 60 minutes of football on all four phases. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to ask you that too, man, because for the simple reason I'm asking that question because the Patriots are favored to win. So, uh, for with that being said, then 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 how how do you how do you beat the Patriots? Wow, I think you beat them by. I mean, that Kelvin just said it. I mean, it's four phases, and I, I I've never heard it like that before. So, but but he's exactly right. I mean, we we focus on you know offense, defense, special teams, but the intent, the coaching intangibles. I mean that that those without saying. I mean, you have, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, the GOAT, as some would, would like to throw that, that term around now. But um, you have to you have to bring it in, 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 the, in the coaching, in the coaching in the meetings this week, you know, in game day coaching as well, with the adjustments, uh, things of that nature. So I think, you know, going back to uh, Brady, that defensive front for Philadelphia is, is key because you have to get pressure on him. You have to disrupt that timing. As Kelvin said that that quick pass game that he likes to, you know, throw the you know the bubble screens, if you will, to Amendola. Um, get throw his timing off in any way you can. Put put a hat on him every chance that you get because eventually, as uh, the game goes on, those those hits accumulate, and he may begin to think and maybe get a little skittish uh, back there. And, and as, as again, as Kelvin said, those. Those corners love jumping routes. I mean, they did it. Uh, my guy Robinson from Florida State did it against Minnesota in the uh, NFC Championship game, Patrick Robinson. Patrick so I think that, and then above all else, the discipline component is, is key. You almost have to play a perfect game yep. to beat New England because they've been there before. I mean, last year, 28-3, to everybody thought that was it. You know, the regime is over. Brings, you know, curtains coming down on the Patriots, and they come out and win 38, or I'm sorry, 34 28 in overtime. So you've got to play a full 60 minutes of disciplined football. Yeah, I, I have to admit, uh, you know, I was at the uh, game watch party uh, with my daughter last year, and I was one of them dudes that was celebrating. Uh, you know, I, I <laughs> thought the halftime, man, it was, come on, man, it ain't a pro football game, and you're going to come back from this many points? You know, but I, I I will have to say that I don't know. I, I think we're gonna have to put a lot of pressure, and we obviously I'm being a homer here. Uh, Philly gonna have to put a lot of pressure on Tom Brady. Um, I don't know if Tom's gonna make that many mistakes in terms of um, bad passes, interceptions. I think what may have to happen is you know it, it may have to be some great. We're gonna have to see some great plays made in this game, you know, for the Eagles to beat the Patriots. Uh, I think there may be, you know, there could be some forced fumbles, you know, some turnovers. I think turnovers going to play a big play, uh, a big part in this game. But as Fish said earlier, you know, the discipline. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of penalties uh, on the England side of the ball. I just don't think that. And I think they're. I don't think the referees are showing them favor. I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, you know, there was a couple comments out there earlier during the week about. Uh, the referee that that dapped Tom Brady up after the game, you know, <laughs> people people thought that was a little interesting. How you know the ref went over? He's the first one to dap him up when it's time for them. You know, the game is over. He's the first one to shake Tom's hand, congratulate him. You know, um, right? But uh, I do not think you know the refs are going to show them any any favor. Uh, I don't think New England gets calls. 
you know, I think it's just a matter of them being a very, as Fish said, a very disciplined team. Uh, I think their execution many times on plays are, are, are flawless because that's what has to happen a lot of times on plays. A lot of times guys have to do their job. You know, you don't see New England, you know, you don't see a whole lot of people, you know, coming, getting on top of Tom because somebody, you know, made a mistake in terms of the pass blocking responsibilities, you know. So um, I, I look at this being a hopefully that Doug Peterson will have the team very focused. They'll play a, a very disciplined game. Uh, I don't think the Eagles play too many games where they got a, a ton of penalties. Uh, you certainly can't get it, you know, as third and short and you jump off sides. That, that, that's, that's not going to help you. So if, if we see a lot of that happening with the Eagles, the Eagles, if the Eagles, you know, hurt themselves uh, instead of helping themselves, then, then it's going to be a long day for them. But, uh, but I expect it. I expect it to be a good game, and, and I expect the Eagles to, uh, to do well. Um, Nick Foles. Um, Fish, let me ask you about Nick Foles because you and I both live here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. We saw him over over the while. Does this surprise you? His play, uh, the way he's been playing? No, it doesn't surprise me. I thought I thought Nick when he was coming out of college, I thought he was a pretty good quarterback um, coming out. And 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 I watched him when he was at when he played in Philly as a starter. Um, I just think, you know, he got bounced around. And he got to the point to where it, you know, maybe this thing isn't isn't for me. I mean, that guy was backing up Case Keenum last year and and with the Rams, you know, um, and I, I but I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's around good people that that help him become a better quarterback with Peterson and Frank. And also, you know, let's be real: when you got players around you, it makes it a little easier. I mean, when you got three horses in the backfield, two tight ends, you got three receivers, you got some weapons that you can work with. Um, so I think I think Philly is I think it's going to be a good game. I think as Philly stays disciplined and 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 limit limit their, their mistakes cuz cuz New England's big thing is and Willie said this earlier the second half play and the adjustments they make is just unreal and you see it time and time and time again. And you know Philly got to come out and, and, and stick with what they was doing in the first half that works to see if they adjusted to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then go back, go to your plan B and plan C. Yeah, you I, know. I, I, I believe that too. I, I certainly, I think halftime adjustments are key. A lot of times, you know, they're very obvious. And, and then when the halftime adjustment, when it's noticeable to people watching the game, it should be noticeable to the coaches, and then they should make their adjustments to the adjustments. If Philadelphia right. doesn't adjust to the adjustments that the Patriots make, because I, I think Patriots going to play the game a certain way the first half, and they're going to play a different game the second that's half. That's no what question. they that's what they just did in this, a playoff game, and that's what they did in the Super Bowl last year. They played a different game with Atlanta the second half. It's almost two different games. Two plans. different game plans. That's and exactly I mean, right. and you saw it uh, with the Jacksonville game. Jacksonville came on the second half and went to the let's let's just run the clock out mode. Right. And you Very can't do that because they went out. They had too many three and outs, and and we all know in football, it's all about how many possessions yeah, you have. That, that, that's very, and, and that's in my mind, that's the one way of which the analytics are not used properly, and that is how much time is on the clock, and and how many possessions you have, and how many three and outs you can afford to take when you're playing against somebody that knows how to use that clock. And the Patriots have mastered it. It's that time. We've got to take another break. This will be our last segment coming up. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Kelvin Fish and Willie Gibson on the show with me. Make sure you come back. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. And Phoenix Living Like a Matter. Thankful to have my friend Kelvin Fisher here in the studios with me. And, of course, uh, Willie calling in from the OHIO. Certainly appreciate that. And, of course, we're talking about the big game. That would be with the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. In case you're not on this university, you're someplace else, and you don't know what's it's, it's happening. It's going down this weekend. As, as my boy Mike Quick said on, on the radio, they about to turn up. <laughs> and I hope the Eagles doing the turning up. So, uh, first, let me ask you something. A uh, big part of the New England Patriots uh, offense was missing uh, for the majority of the game last week, and that's, and that's Gronk. But they obviously showed that I think this would be, if he isn't real productive in this Super Bowl, you know, I think they've won one without him before, you know. Correct. So, um, and we know he's the dominant player that, that he is. Um how much you think uh, they are expecting to rely on Gronk uh, for this particular game, particularly because of his size, his mobility, his athleticism, his ability to make big plays? You think he'll be a big part of the Patriots' uh, game plan? I, I mean, I, to be honest with you, I don't think the Patriots go into any game with one player being a big part of it. I think they fill out the defense and see, you know, what happens. I mean, you can watch Brady. He he checks out of plays, and when they, when he sees a linebacker covering Gronk, that he knows that this guy's going to run an out route. The linebacker's not going to get on him in time. He's going to check to it. That's the that's the thing that I that New England does a great job at. Brady is a coach on the field, and I, I just I don't think they ever go in because you can see you can see games where Gronk may not have a ball until the third quarter, mm-hmm. a catch until the third quarter, and they and the adjustments come in at halftime. Like hey, they're covering this, they're doing this, they're doing that. We're going to have Gronk run that shallow. We're going to have Gronk run that, that skinny post, you know. And, and I think when they catch teams in certain situations, like man, with a small, a small safety or a corner arm, they go to Gronk. If they do some type of zone, they're going to find Almadella working that middle of the field. I mean, so I just think that Tom, he's a coach on the field. He, what he sees is I, I know where the opening is going to be. Yeah, one thing I think that uh, the Patriots do uh, an excellent job is is communication. I just think that's key. 
you know, I think, you know, whenever a, a player is on the field, in between plays, when they go to the sideline, I just think it's important that they communicate. I think the teams that you see that have effective communication going on with the team, I think they just execute plays much better than those who don't. When, when players stay away from each other and don't come back and communicate about, hey, man, you know, they did this, they did that, they didn't throw it, but this was open or that, you know, that might be there. Or whatever. I just think that's important. because, In particular, when I see, because I, I, when I watch the Patriots, in my mind, I mean, I, the Patriots been in for the last five Super Bowls, but in terms of the greatest players of all time, I mean, Gronk, if he could stay healthy, he's a Hall of Famer. If he right, could stay healthy. Right. Tom Brady, we already know. He'd right. go. Okay, so, but other than that, man, I can't tell you great players that are on their team. So, obviously, a man who assesses talent for a living fish, g- give me an understanding. How the hell do they make this happen when they don't, when they don't have great players? How can they out- win the, all these Super Bowls? See, this, the, I think they have a bunch of good players that play at a high level. You have maybe three great ones. And if you look at every, any team in the league, it's that way. You're only going to have two or three great ones, but then you're going to have a bunch of good ones that play at a high level. They and always not, not necessarily good ones aren't all pro bowlers because they don't have a whole lot not, of pro right. bowlers. Everyone's not a, everyone, but everyone that's good is not pro bowlers. Right, you see exactly. what I'm saying? I mean, like, right. they're always going to have a fast receiver, Brandon Cook. You see what I'm saying? They brought in Randy Moss at one time. They brought in Chad at one I mean, they're always going to have a guy to stretch the field. They're always going to have two guys that can work the middle, and they're going to always have a guy that can run routes. I think something else that that, uh, that New England has been blessed with, and, and we all have seen this in football, is their receivers catch the football. That's another yeah. thing. They don't, they don't drop passes, you know, and that's important when you th- throw in it because Tom is one of those guys. Tom is – I don't think Tom has the strongest arm, but I think Tom is one of the most accurate football players I've ever seen in my life throwing the football. And, and he throws it. He, he has a keen sense and ability to put the ball in a place where only his man can catch it. There's many times, you know, somebody throw the ball, you know, back shoulder inside, that ain't good. You know, it's going right. to get intercepted. You know, you know, you could be back shoulder down the sideline, and that's good. And Tom knows how to throw all those passes. And I think his receivers – probably more than anybody else, the ones that are targeted, they hold on to the ball, they catch the ball. I mean, you got a guy, you got the GOAT telling you if you drop it, you ain't getting no more passes. I mean, you know, so, but I, I just think, I think Brady holds everyone on that offense to a high, a high level of play because he's performing at a high level all the time. And I think those guys matches his intensity. I, I really do. I, I, I think that's, you know, I, I know one thing, you know, way back in the day when I came into the league, you know, it was I think it was maybe one dude that I looked at and I was like, damn, that's him. And 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 Tom said that about the, at one of the press conferences. He talked about, it, uh, you know, being in the league for so long, man. And, you know, they were trying to ask him about what somebody, you know, had said to him, you know, the thing that he remembered, you know. And uh, I think it might have been Patrick Chung or somebody. And, he, you know, he walked up to him. He's like, Tom Brady, you know. It's Tom Brady, man. I mean, you know, as a kid, you know, you, you watch the game. And, and very few times when we're kids do we get to grow up and play with the guys that now in video games for these kids. And before that, you know, it was on bubblegum cars and stuff like that. You know, I got a chance. to. I walked up to Harold Carmichael. I was like, damn, and Harold's 6'8", first of all. You right, know? right, right. So, I, you know, I might have heard 6'8 on TV, but, you know, it's like, damn, Harold Carmichael, you know, he really 6'8", inches right, tall, right. you know. And I think Tom has that kind of – 
makes that kind of impression. But I think with his with it, with the guys that with Tom, is they understand how hard he working. Man, he forty years old, and right. them dudes is. 25, and they feeling at 25 they don't want to play no more. And they looking at him, and he's 40, and he, and he getting work in. Right. And he getting done, he getting it done all the time. And and I think that just goes a long way. So, okay, so now I'm, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. I think we got a couple minutes to go. Um, Fish, I know you don't like to do this, man, but, uh, you know, who, who do you see possibly could win this game and, and, and why you think they're doing it? I, 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 think, I think Philly could win. If they if they play sixty minutes of football, play discipline, and don't fall into the trap of giving up that one minute of no of not playing or that one play, and I think they can win this game. I think they're talented enough. I think their coaching staff is good enough, and I think they have the players to 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 to, to stop Brady's offense. But they're going to have to be disciplined. That's I think that's the biggest key in this in this whole thing. And then you watch all these. Tough game that they that New England wins. They did they did it against Pittsburgh this year. They did it in the, in the AFC Championship game. I mean, it is this is what they do. They're gonna wait for you to make one mistake. Just like Jacksonville got a fumble recovery and went three and out, and New England got the ball back and scored. I mean, they're gonna do these things, and if Philly can eliminate those things, they'll win the game. Do you do you do you see this, or do you want to see this game come down to a, a field goal kick? Uh, yes, with a drive. With a drive. With a drive. A field goal kick's okay with a drive. With a drive, and you got to kick the field goal and make it, but you got to have a, a sustainable drive. Yeah, I, I, I think I like it a more dramatic form. The, the, I think I was at the last Super Bowl that you guys won down in Jacksonville, maybe, and uh, Santana Holmes caught oh, that. Oh, in, t- in uh, Tampa, in Tampa, in t- right, in Tampa. against the Cardinals. Yeah, against, now, see, yeah. I, I, I like that type. Right, right. I don't, I don't really, man, I, I just think that the game is too hard. Or a damn field goal kicker to go in there. And but get, but see, the reason I say with a drive is because your defense got to play. Yeah. And you know we can't let them get to the So third. let me ask you this, because I, I do believe defense wins championships because, again, all, you, all your offense got to do is just score one more point than theirs, and then, you know, if it comes down to the end of the game, you got to stop them. And I, and I always enjoy having to stop. I used to play offense. I, I enjoyed scoring, too. But uh, if it comes down to one defense or the other defense has to stop the offense, whose defense fish do you think is better suited to actually stop the offense? Do you think the Eagles are better suited to stop Tom Brady in the last, you know, Ooh, last, uh, you know, drive of the game, or or the Patriots can stop I, I, foes I would, going I, down the field? Oh, that's that's a tough question. But I would have to go with uh, New England can stop. Philadelphia on because I think when it gets to the, the when you eliminate the, the run game with Philly is when you can be in trouble whereas with New England you can eliminate the run game Tom Brady still can beat you yeah and and, and on the defensive side over there with uh with the Patriots they, they got one of your one of your old fellas over there I'm gonna call him an old fella too oh, James <laughs> yeah James Harrison over there trying to uh ruffle some feathers you know and uh he, he's contributed you know yes, to them, has, you know but I mean that doesn't surprise me yeah well that and James is up there in some years 39 right? 39 so Tom is the only one on the field gonna be older than James right, right? that's what he said right <laughs> and and he and he's trying to and and he gonna want even if he if they win it Tom still ain't gonna catch him because he gonna get another ring. Right. Right. So he, so if if if, if he wasn't there, then Tom would have caught him. Uh, in no, terms James, of the, the, James. James. But I'm saying the Steelers. Have, oh, oh, yeah, in six terms and of six, rings, six. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so 
Willie, we got about 30 seconds, man. Come on, man. You got to let us know where you're going and, and who you're going with and, and why you're going with him. No, I got to go. Ah, I hate to say it, but I got to go with Philly because. Why are you hating to say it, man? Don't hate to say it. Go ahead. You know why. All right. Why, yeah. Okay, boys, there you, you go. That. Yeah, that's just yes, sir. But, um, no, I, I really believe Philly because Belichick is known for taking away what you do well. Mm-hmm. But I think Philly does both things where they, they have Jay Ajayi, which I think is an underrated pickup for them for a fourth-round pick near the season. Jay Ajayi is going to, I think, be key if he takes that away. Nelson Aguilar is that third receiver. I think Nick Foles is, is going to put in work uh, going to him. you got Torrey Smith and, and uh, Al Sharfi on the outside with Butler and Gilmore. But I think Aguilar is going to uh, put in work, and I think that's going to be enough. And their defense, we talked about earlier, putting pressure on Brady. I think, I think the Eagles get it done. Yeah, I'm 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 going to go with the Eagles as well. I think the Eagles um, are going to play a good game. I think they're going to uh, come out and play ball just the way they did last week. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things Whereas uh, the Eagles picked up the big fella from New England in the backfield, and he ain't going to let him let up. <laughs> He's not going to let him let up. They're going to have to keep the hammer down. He's going to make sure to keep the hammer down the whole time. And, and I, I think that Doug Peterson knows, too, that this is not a team that you can, you know, let up on. You've got to, you know, put the pedal down from the very beginning and keep it down. So appreciate you tuning in. You've been listening to Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.